Ah, uh, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? And welcome back to the 39th episode of the Monster Movie Stomp Down. Of course, you got Sludge here. Right across from me is the main man, Mark, and our brother from Texas, Ruben. So before we get started, we got to know, you know, we had Ruben out um, for an episode due to getting contracting COVID. And, of course, you know, he just took it like a beast and kicked COVID's rear end. So did RJ. Um, But I guess that wasn't good enough for Mark because... (laughs) Mark wouldn't let them one up him <laughs> at all, and so Mark decided That's to right. have his third heart attack uh, this past week. Um, so, thank God you're here, so we could yes. do another episode, yeah. which is awesome. But uh, yeah, that was a that was a nice fun ordeal. Yes, having to, to go through that. Now he was he was a mess through the whole thing, though. Okay, now he was fine. I mean, he seemed <laughs> fine um, when we got there. You know, we were I get the, to their house, and you're already in the ambulance, right? We take off towards the hospital, and I'm on the ambulance's rear the whole way. Actually, I don't know if you remember, but I think you guys, it looked like you guys were talking because the dot, the EMT yeah. guy looks out the back and looks yeah, right we were, at me. Yeah, we were watching you. Yeah, okay. we were watching you. And I was like, yeah, I'm not losing y'all. Ain't nobody yeah. in between us. Um, so we get to the hospital, and uh, um, and we got all the nurses there and stuff. They got, or they got you in the back. I'm still yeah. out front before they call me back. And so I finally, they're like, okay, Mr. Reagan, you go back there with your father. So I get back there, and the first words out of his mouth, and I don't know what what started this. It's got to be the room, because the room looked like something out of Star Trek Enterprise. But you you were calling the main nurse Captain. Yeah. And uh, as soon as I walk back there, he looks right at this girl and goes, Captain, you're going to call security. I've never seen this man a day in my life. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's having a heart attack. You can tell because I mean, like that's just the way and when, when you were doing that, I'm like, he's good. He's yeah. good. Cause when you had your second one and you actually, you actually had open heart surgery, uh-huh. uh, when you got done and they were pulling you out of the recovery room and taking you into your, um, or taking any, taking you into the recovery room, yeah. uh, they came out and told us, they said, okay. Cause there was, you know, the whole family was in the freaking waiting room. Um, and uh, we packed that whole waiting room. They're like, okay, you know, we can only yeah. take two back. And everyone's like, okay, it's got to be Chase, you know, your son, firstborn, and then Jeeves, Uncle Jeeves, your best friend. Yeah. Since what kindergarten or whatever? Yeah. Or forever yeah. long ago. So like, okay, when I was four. So um, so they're like, okay, so we, we everyone decides and just knows me and Jeeves are who's going back first. So me and Uncle Jeeves go back and. Uh, we go into the room and they pull you into the room mm-hmm. and the nurse is like, or uh, is like, Mr. Reagan, you've got some people here to see you. And you kind of look over at me and Jeeves and look right back at the nurse. And your words are, take me back. We're not done. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he's, he's doing pretty good, I guess. So <laughs> I was like, yep. And, and I'm willing to bet that was the, you heard that and you're like, Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Be all right. You absolutely. Know what 
even, you know, even this time, like they take him back and they got to do another catheter this time because you had some blockage and yeah. you know, one of your um, mm-hmm. bypasses or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they they come in. I'm sitting in the waiting room, and like Mr. Reagan, we're fixing to um, take him out. Now with the COVID stuff, I, your ICU room, I could only be there. You could have no. You can only have one visitor your whole trip, right. which was crazy. Right. So. Since I took, you know, not essentially, but since I was there with you from the beginning, I was the only person that could be there until you discharged. Right. But that I can only be there in your room from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. 8, yeah. And we did, we got the hospital like 4.50, 4.40 in the morning. Right. They wheel you out of surgery at 9.38 is when they take you to your room. So I can't go even go into your room for another hour and a half. And uh, <clears throat> But so they're like, hey, look, you can't go in here till 11. But we'll go ahead and we'll come down, go down the hallway, and you'll see him as they take him out. And so I'm like, okay, cool. So we walk down the hallway, waiting for you to come out of the room. And I don't know if you remember this or not, uh, but you they wheel you out, and you just look right over at me and pointed and said, "Coffee," and that was it. <laughs> and I was like, "Can he have coffee?" They're like, "Yeah, he'll he should be able to have coffee." I'm like, "Okay," so I'll go ahead and get him some coffee. So yeah, when he said that, I was like, "He's good to go. He's all right." <laughs> Yeah, all right. As I take a sip of coffee. Yeah. So, so, so glad that uh, both of you are here, especially Dad, that you're here. Yeah. Um, after that glad to be here. Uh, yeah, because you picked this movie. So, I mean, you got to be I did. this one. Yes. So, yeah. um, oh, this, yeah. This movie and we an got. Excellent to... pick. Oh, I had an excellent so pick. good. So good. So, we're covering a Norwegian film. It's our first Norwegian film um, yes. on the show. And it's a movie called Troll Hunter. Uh, came out in 2000. And when did it come out? 2010. 10. Think, yep, 2010. Yep. Um, but before we get to that, a couple quick little news pieces. Just want to jump into real quick since we're adding these to the show. Uh, for those who missed it this past weekend, DC did their first live virtual convention event called DC Fandom is what it was called. And it went absolutely spectacular. It was supposed to actually run 24 hours of all new. I mean, everything was all original panels. Uh, with different movie makers and, and comic book writers and just art, you know, actors, just a whole whole everybody. Yep. It'll be a twenty four hour event. They decided to actually cut it in half and did the first twelve hours this past Saturday, and they're doing the second twelve <coughs> for a second event in September. And they so for Saturday they did uh-huh. the twelve hour event, then they just repeated it afterwards. Great event! Yeah. It was it ran so smooth. It was absolutely phenomenal, top to start to finish. I mean, great, great panels. I mean, they were discussing everything from the upcoming comic books to a TV series. I mean, you had everybody from Jim Lee to Neil Gaiman to uh, movie makers like, you know, uh, Matt Reeves was on there, Zack Snyder, just covering everything for what's coming up and what's happening with DC. So it was super awesome. If you guys can, I don't know if there's a way, go back and watch the event. Definitely check it out. It was phenomenal. But there's three huge things that I wanted to point out. There's a lot that happened. I mean, yes. We could literally spend an entire episode talking about how awesome and what all happened on the event. But three major things. The first one uh, that we'll talk about is probably the we'll, – I'll kind of rank them in spectacularness um, – is Andy Machete, who did Stephen King's It, the new one, movies, and uh, Ezra Miller, who plays The Flash, they did a panel talking about the upcoming Flash movie for 2022, which we know is going to be based around the Flash Point Paradox storyline. They have, uh, of course, verified that Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton will be coming in as Batman, Ooh. both of them. Yes. I have told yes. everybody <laughs> since I've heard this, this Flash movie is going to be the best Batman movie ever made. <laughs> that, yes. That's what's really going to be, because I mean, we're getting Affleck and Keaton on screen come on like that's going to be good so i'm interested to see how that goes because i know it's going to be over different timelines and universes because they talked a lot they actually had one entire panel called the multiverse 101 on how the multiverse works in dc how dc was really the first comic book company to do a multiverse and how they plan on utilizing it from tv to film to comics so it's super cool they're just diving head first into making this thing awesome um so it's it's gonna be cool to see how that plays out in the flash yes but they also showed two pieces of art of concept concept art for the new costume and it looks amazing way more organic it's got light lines like streams on the inside of it it just looks super awesome way more traditional but very new and the best picture they showed was him and batman fighting together with the new suits but when you look at batman it's michael keaton's batman in the michael keaton suit 
Oh, so yes. I was like, oh, dude, this is <laughs> I'm so can't wait for this. But then also they let you know and found out that um, Ben Affleck is actually who designed the suit, the new Flash suit, which was really, really cool. Uh, the other That's big awesome. thing that happened, which is what most people, I mean, 98 percent, if not everybody was expecting for the most was Zack Snyder's panel for the Snyder cut for Justice League. Yes. And they, um, of course, he showed a new trailer footage and we'll talk about that in just a second. But he, you know, talked about the kind of the process going on. He thanked everybody. He actually had a couple people come up on the panel um, or live stream in who actually were the two people who pushed the Zack Snyder movement. I mean, you had the the petitions and everything for, you know, to release the Snyder cut. These are the two people that really made it happen. Um, so he had them on, which was super cool. He was super thankful for it um, <clears throat> and uh, talked a little bit about what they were doing. Um, you know, verified no footage of Joss Whedon's will be used. So the actual theatrical release of Justice League was like a two hour long movie. About an hour and a half, hour and 15 minutes of it was actual footage of Zach's. The other 30 to 45 minutes was sh- shots that Joss Whedon had reshot. None of that will be in the Snyder Cut. None of it. So we do have a four hour movie coming. Yes. <laughs> so that's a lot of footage and story. Yeah. We have no idea what's going to, you know, what's going to happen. So I'm super stoked. They're going to, he did say they're going to do it in almost like a mini series. So we're getting an hour at a time and then they'll eventually release the yeah. whole four hour cut. Yeah. And then of course, then they drop the trailer. Now for me, I knew we'd see dark side. I knew we'd see, him, but I figured we would see him at the end of the trailer you know, like building up to it with all this new footage we haven't seen yet. See a lot of cool stuff. We get to see Steppenwolf in his original design, so I can't wait to see him in the movie like he was originally designed to be because he looks awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, way better than what we got in the Joss Whedon version. Um, you get to see Barry meet Iris and save yes. Iris, yes. which was super freaking cool. Um, the whole thing with Cyborg, because Cyborg is the biggest character in the movie, and Zach made it known, um, was the actual death of his father. That was cut from the theatrical version, which looks yes. intense. It man. does very intense. Oh, so it, this is, you get to see black suit Superman, which is awesome. The only thing missing is the long hair, but that's okay. Still got the black suit Superman, so I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah. Um, but they came out strong. I mean, immediately there was Dark Side at the very freaking beginning of the trailer <laughs> in all of his amazingness. Like yeah. he looked terrifying, and I love that the Omega symbol was it looked like it was scarred into his chest and i'm yeah. like dude this is yeah. going to be it's going to be epic on all levels like i yes. cannot cannot wait for this that's coming next year um also next year which was the biggest surprise of the night or the day and i've been watching it from the beginning i watched the whole event it, on my tv on my phone in the car you know what i mean like it was on some way the whole time and uh matt reeves the last panel of the day was Matt Reeves talking about the Batman. And you had Robert on for a little bit, um, for a few moments talking about it, but then Matt really dove into what he was doing with the movie. You know what I mean? This is definitely a much more detective Batman. He's dealing with a lot emotionally. This is, you know, where they're taking everything, and it's year two, so he's still trying to figure out what it means or how to be Batman. You know, he's making mistakes and learning from them, and so it's just gave you know a real good rundown of what he's doing, but they only got a little bit of production in. And so the thought process going into this, and it was told before, was that we were expecting to see some stills, new stills of the movie of, of you know, new stills of Robert in the suit and stills of, you know, of, uh, Gordon and stills of the penguin yeah. and things like that and Catwoman. <clears throat> and uh, so that's what we're expecting. Which penguin was amazing. Oh, so. yeah. Looked oh, yeah. unreal. Oh, yeah. You can't tell us, Cole. So then he's like, okay, here you go. And then, boom, full on, not a teaser, full on trailer, like detailed trailer <laughs> that floored freaking everyone on earth. Like, oh, yeah. That was unreal. Yeah. And the moment that you see Batman go to town on a criminal <laughs> and says, I am vengeance, yes. everyone's like, all the doubts of Robert Pattinson as Batman went away immediately. Yes, like, yes. totally gone. Okay, exactly. <laughs> there like, was about a ten yeah. or twelve hit oh, melee like, on in that. three seconds. Oh, yeah. oh just annihilated. And like even when he gets him on the ground, oh yeah. Then he just goes in for more. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. he's like, oh no, you're down. I'm still going to hit you like five more times. <laughs> yeah, that's like, crazy. Not enough. Yeah. Uh, it looked unreal. Yeah. I mean, you know, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen the trailer. Actually, the only person I know who doesn't have seen the trailer is um, Justin. So, Justin, um, spoiler alert, 
Um, the Riddler obviously is the main villain in this movie and seeing him at the beginning in that like duct tape mask with the goggles. Oh my yeah. gosh. Oh, that, yeah. That's terrifying. At first I'm like, how can I be the Riddler? And I'm like, I don't care. He, that's scary. Like <laughs> yeah, it looks it terrifying <laughs> and his riddles and the way he talks because he narrates or you hear him talk a lot in it. Yeah. Um, it, it's, this is going to be amazing. Like this is uh, bloody disgusting said and in their article is, this is seven meets Batman. I'm like, yeah, that's a good description. Yeah, so yeah. I'm stoked for it. It's actually everyone was, you know, the big thing was seeing the trailer for Snyder cut surprise, seeing the Batman trailer. Uh, check, been, I've checked it on YouTube and keep an eye on it. The Batman trailer is dominating. Like it's had over 20 million views. It's had more views than the Snyder cut trailer and the wonder woman 84 trailer combined. So people it's, are, oh, yeah. yeah, people are stoked for it. It's something. It's going to be good. That whole wait. trailer just, you just, the first time you watch it, your mouth just drops. Oh, you're it does. just like, what, what, what did I just see? What did oh, I just see? Oh, man. Hear? Like, I mean, everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, the blood amazing. on the, on, you know, he's got yeah. that, he's duct taping that, that one dude he just oh, killed yeah. his face and says no more lies in the dude's blood. And then there's, I mean, blood on newspaper articles. I mean, just the whole tone of it. Of course, oh, I mean, yeah. it's, it is perfectly set to Nirvana's something in the way. In a very, I mean, oh yeah, an eclectic yeah. type tone, and it's yeah. unreal. And Pattinson looks freaking disturbed. Like, yeah, he does. When he takes the mask off, first off, he takes the mask off, and you see the paint on his eyes. Thank you for getting somebody. I have hated that from the word go since 1966. Okay, I wasn't alive then, yeah. but from the 66 Batman, yeah. even the Burton films, which I'm a huge fan of, and everyone knows, you know, the Schumacher films, even Batman versus Superman with Affleck, who's my favorite Batman, all of them. He takes the mask yeah. off, and his eyes are just clean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> You're right. You know what I mean? You're like, right. yeah. But when you see him in the mask, he's got black makeup oh, around yeah. his eyes. Yeah. It's like, come on, let's be realistic. We're trying to be realistic, especially yeah. here lately. Nobody's ever done it. And then when he, so he takes the pads and takes it off, and you see just the smeared oh, black yeah. like army makeup, I'm like, <laughs> yes, finally some realism, you know? <laughs> But that then that whole... look there at the end of the trailer when he takes that mask off, it's just like he looks. I mean, this he looks like he's in a very, very dark place. Oh yes, I can't oh, most wait to definitely. see it. So, anyway, so yeah, they did a phenomenal job. Only other piece of news I got for you guys, real quick, uh, before we get into the movie, is look forward to October twentieth. The trailer dropped today. We have got the seventh Trimmers movie on its way oh yeah and uh it what uh, it's called trimmers shrieker island i'm a huge trimmers fan my kids a huge trimmers fan everybody should be a trimmers fan except for the fourth film it was absolutely <coughs> terrible um it was the only one that didn't have bert in it um so don't even watch it yeah. but all of them are absolutely fantastic <laughs> so we got bert gummer back taking on graboids and shriekers and butt blasters and the new trimmers shrieker it's called trimmer shrieker island so it looks great trailer looks fantastic um and it comes out on demand october 20th can't wait for that so had to push that there we go there there we go all right all right let's jump into you know, our... you know on the trimmers front rj had rj hadn't seen that movie really until recently uh yeah and so one day i was sitting here and it was on tv uh on I don't know, movie channel or something. So he said he, he caught his interest at the beginning and he goes, Is this that Trimmers movie? And I said, Yeah. And he sat there and he, he absolutely <laughs> loved it. Said, Man, this is such a good movie. And I'm like, Yeah, it's a little silly, but it's so good. Oh, yeah. I said, It's just one of those movies that it's so silly that it's so good. Oh, I said, It's just love it. It's, it, you know, and, and I know I've said it before, but watching it with, with somebody that's never seen it before, any movie, that you love and then you, somebody else watches it and you get it's almost like you're seeing it for the first time through their eyes oh yeah oh, and it yeah, was yeah. Uh, it was pretty awesome to watch it with him i'm like man this is pretty cool because i've never you know i've seen it a oh, man probably 50 times or so it's one of those, and, it's one of those uh, movies where you can quote it you know, line by line because we've seen it so many times yeah so and good. uh yeah exactly you know and then he sat there and he watched the whole thing with me you know it was it was cool you know so uh, I just thought I'd share that because, uh, you know, you know his interest. It's funny when as you get older, your your interests grow. And now he, you know, he's interested in all that stuff that he wasn't interested in before. You know, so it's pretty cool. So he's wise, wise enough to be good movies. 
Very good. That's right. Right on. All right. Well, let's get to it. It's Troll Hunter time. Mark picked this one. Great movie. This is actually a Norwegian film. This is directorial debut for a great director who's recently hit the scene. I mean, you know, he actually, I think he had a short film before this, if I'm not mistaken, but this was his first actual directorial debut with a big, big budget movie. Uh, is and Andre Ovredal. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right. Um, Andre Ovredal. And uh, <clears throat> it came out in t- October 2010. Troll Hunter did. And Andre, I do want to stay real quick because, I mean, he is he's a he's a big up and coming director. Like you got to keep an, an eye on this guy because he did Troll Hunter. Then after that, he did another phenomenal movie called The Autopsy of Jane Doe that was flooring. Uh, but the people would, you know, who may not know his name will know at least one movie he's done so far. And that's Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark that just came out last year uh, that Del Toro produced based off of the Alan Schwartz books. Um, did a great job with that. I mean, it was his first kind of bigger budget. Not, it's not a huge budget, but I mean, bigger American Hollywood type right. film. And he's there with Guillermo um, and they did a great job with it. I mean, for, for something that's just a collection of short scary stories i don't know how they could have yeah. done any better with that movie they did a really fantastic job um so i mean that's where people most most know him and then he just released um and we just got to watching it we're still waiting for ruben to watch it because it's so yes, good yes um a movie called mortal that is unreal unreal it's, you know it's, he went back home it's a norwegian film um <clears throat> but he started off with troll hunter um and the troll hunter uh, is about um a group of college students from Volta uh, University, and they're they're making a documentary about a bear about bear poaching. Okay, and there's a, there's a suspected bear poacher whose name's Hans in the area, and so they're they're trying to do a documentary about him and what he does. So they end up following him, and quickly find out that he's not hunting or poaching bears whatsoever. Hans, who I do want to state is played by Odo Jesperson. Um, I found out that Odo Jesperson is actually a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. And he does a phenomenal job. Like, I would have never guessed that this dude was a, a comedian watching this film because of how well this dude acted. Um, but so they they follow him and they follow him into the woods and realize um, he's not hunting bears. He's hunting actual trolls. And you come to find out that, that Hans works for a segment of the government that keeps trolls under check because they're actually real. And so if trolls break out of their territory or start killing livestock or things like that, um, he's the guy that goes in and kills these trolls. And uh, and so they follow him through this, and, and they're having a, sp- a, a spree of, of attacks from trolls. And you quickly find out there's tons of different subspecies of trolls. Uh, there's two main species where they call uh, uh, mountain trolls and, and cave trolls, yep. yeah. and each one's got different subspecies, uh, and we'll probably talk about that here in a minute. And uh, but something's causing them to run to leave their territories. I mean, all these different types of trolls are leaving their territories, like the, which is not normal, and they have to find out why. And so this college crew is following him around as they hunt down these trolls, trying to find out what the problem is and why they're all leaving their territories, and what culminates in one of is one of the greatest shot scenes I think in cinema period uh, where they're further up North in the mountains, um, just super, I mean, just snow covered lands. And they find this giant species of troll that's called a Jotnar. And we're talking like what, a hundred, 150 feet. I mean, just, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mass. They're all yes, big anyways, yes. but the Jotnar big, big, yeah, he's big. Kaiju level size yeah. and uh, find out that the, these other trolls have been running from this Jotnar because this Jotnar has somehow been infected with rabies. Brilliant storyline of, of how they handled this. And of course, Hans manages to kill the Jotnar at the end. And then he just drops his light gun and leaves. He's done. Because throughout the whole movie, he decides to let them tag along because he's tired of doing this. He's tired of 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 this being hidden from the public and he's tired of constantly killing these things because you come to find out that he really doesn't like doing it but he kind of has to do it and so he leaves and then you find out that one of the members of the of the crew who gets bitten by a uh, troll early on in the film he's contracted the rabies uh, him and one girl survive actually one of the other guys gets eaten uh, 
in quite a brutal scene uh, by some cave trolls yeah. uh, earlier on in the movie. Just a phenomenal film. And the government comes after them and their tapes, and because it's, it's a it's a fake documentary, you know, it's a mockumentary film the way it was shot, um, and it's supposed to be their tapes, you know, of, of it. And it's a great movie. I mean, phenomenal special effects were through the roof for a budget of oh, what yeah. was it, like like three and a half million uh, was the budget of this film. And it did a box office of is of about just a little over four million dollars. So I mean, it was successful. Um, it really hit home, and has definitely built a cult following when it hit to uh, home video, especially when it started going over internationally to here in America. It definitely, I mean, found a home here. Uh, there's a lot of fans in America of this film. So um, I mean, great movie for a breakthrough film from Andre Overdraw or Overdraw. Um, it's phenomenal. I mean absolutely phenomenal film uh there's not much i didn't like about this film and we'll dig deep into that um and mark you said actually this movie's got an 81 percent fresh rating on tomato uh, rotten uh, tomato. Rotten tomato yes and then it was yeah. how, how many awards was it nominated for uh nominated for 11 different awards one three one three and not sure exactly what the ones that they won i'm sure it's probably like you know saturn awards yeah. you know oh, sci-fi yeah. awards something, the, something like that right because um, I mean, it, it's it got it has gotten great, great reception uh, for this. They were actually planning to do an, a, a, re, uh, a remake for this at one point. Somebody uh, was wanting to do a remake of the movie, um, <clears throat> like a U.S. remake, and I think everyone pretty much shot it down because this one's so good that there's absolutely no point in doing that whatsoever. So, um, but man, Mark, this is. Uh, yeah, actually, it was it was the thirty. I just saw it, thirty eighth Saturn Awards. It won Best International Film, and uh, oh no, it was nominated for that. It won uh, Best Visual, Outstanding Achievement in Filmmaking. It won the Public Choice Awards. Yeah, there we go. Um, so I mean, great awards to win. Yeah, but uh, but man, this is you pick this one, man. You start this one off. Tell us why you wanted to do Troll Hunter, <clears throat> and uh, and. It, you know, we were talking earlier about uh, uh, was it Sean Passmore that yes, uh, a friend of ours from Indiana, a friend from Indiana turned us on to this movie, and and uh, it was one of those uh, look at the uh, movie poster that looks pretty decent. Yeah, definitely Let's a check cover. this thing out, and and watching it, found out it was great. Definitely um, the visual effects that the award that it won. Uh, phenomenal i mean uh they do a great job uh oh an unreal with the job. trolls i oh, mean yeah. with the trolls i mean they look they look pretty real yeah they look pretty real and and i think overall i think uh the plot was good everything that was uh the storyline uh you know the actors uh did a great job uh everything was just just fantastic you know a lot of times when you see movies like that they get really really dark and 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 the visual parts of it uh, become a problem, but not when in this, especially when they, you know their main hunting time was at night, and so you were able yeah. to able to see a lot uh, in movies that you want to see. You know, you want to see the trolls, you want to see what they're like, see you know just how they are. And uh, but but I think overall, fantastic job. Um, uh, the location uh, where they're shooting everything is just oh my gosh, the place is just gorgeous. You know they're out in the middle of the, yes. uh, that mountain range and and just checking everything out. I uh, I have no negatives on this uh, uh, at all. I thought all the characters were uh, pretty lifelike, real, down to earth. You know, um, and and really did a great great job uh, as uh, as far as acting. I thought it was really really good. The only thing that I probably had a question on and. And there was some stuff, uh, not getting political or religious, uh, dealing with, uh, you had to, if you were Christian, you had to let them know, uh, he had let Hans you, know because he wouldn't take yeah, them. Yeah. And, uh, and so of course all of them there said, no, we're not Christian. We don't believe in God. We don't you know any of this. And, um. And then uh, it was a Kale, the cameraman. Yeah, that gets killed. That gets killed, and they replace him with a Muslim woman. And so yeah. then at one point, Hans is like, hey, I don't know how this is going to shake out. <laughs> Straight tells her. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. And so, but they yeah. never do 
they talk about that for a little bit, but they never do. Well, I know with that, like, because, I mean, there's so much that you see in this film mm -hmm. that is from actual Norwegian legends mm -hmm. on oh, trolls. Yeah. Yes. And and part of the legends is, is they 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 do they they feed they will eat they can the blood right. or the, the flesh of a christian yeah, man yeah okay. uh, that yeah. is an old uh legend for it and that's why it's 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 like uh filet mignon to them yeah versus right. round okay. steak okay yeah. gotcha yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I that's, didn't, that's the way i understood it that it's a for the trolls it's kind of like a I, I would, the way i saw it is like a delicacy that's the delicacy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah exactly that's how i that's the vibe I got. They never say it, just like you said. Right. You know? Um, well, they just kind of, the way I to me, they just kind of brought it up in that area right there. Then it just kind of dropped. And I right. was like, well, this well, kind of yeah. strange, but them, I don't know the folk, right. folklore. A lot uh, of them are pulled from different things. Like, just little yeah. things about just so, Oh, go ahead, Ruben. Just, just, uh, just so you guys know, part of that Norwegian culture and some of it, Nor Norway is not exactly the most Christian-loving place. No, not at all. And, and I don't know if you not. Yeah, they they are not very. Uh, they don't they don't willingly accept accept Christianity. Really, I'm not going to say they hate Christianity. But yeah, that, they're that's not going to kill you uh, if you're a Christian. No. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and that's where you know a lot of this these black metal bands and right. stuff they come right. out of you know that part of the world, and and I think that has to do a lot with their folklore. And uh, you know they just don't want to accept Christianity because they'd rather accept the and I think that's where that some of that comes from too. Thor yeah. and yeah. Loki and all that comes is pretty for, strong yeah. in that area. Yeah, you know I mean, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Where exactly. Are. Yeah. So yeah, uh, so, you know, and, and they did because a lot of and it was a lot of quick information, but I mean there was a lot of great like true folklore that they had implemented into the film. I mean, you look at the, the, the Ringle Finch, which is one of my favorite trolls in the movie. That's the one that's under the bridge. Mm -hmm. Okay. That whole yeah. being under the bridge, that's part of folklore. You know I mean? You tell your right. kids, Oh, don't go play at the bridge. Yeah. The troll, you know, yeah. the Ringle Finch will get you, you know, or the Tussle dad, the one that had the three heads. Right. Okay. I mean, so a lot of oh, this man. stuff was, I loved where that one looked. Um, had to do with different folklores of trolls and so they did a, and the jotnar which was a mountain troll the jotnar is the most powerful of all the, or the most right. you know, the, uh, the biggest of all the trolls um which is really cool because you know, i've seen and read about jotnars and other things other than just move this movie um so that's what all that was was there was yeah. different aspects of actual norwegian lore for trolls that that they implemented into the film um, that was phenomenal because I mean they and they broke it down in such great ways. Even when they go to the veterinarian to have the blood tested, when they find out that you know eventually found out that the, the trolls have rabies right. that they've contracted from the Jotnar, um, they talk about why do they turn to stone or sometimes blow up. And she talks about how yeah. their their bodies cannot convert vitamin D like the rest of us. So the sunlight is such a quick. <clears throat> blast of yeah. vitamin d dose a yeah. dose of yeah that they cannot convert it so that that they they're like the older ones they turn to stone the younger ones just straight explode because of how close their blood veins and so they break it down scientifically in such an amazing way for every bit of this right. you know which is right. super super cool fantastic fantastic job fantastic movie um thumbs up all the way around with me um no complaints ruben Man, I absolutely fell in love with this movie. Uh, I love there. I I just just could kick myself for never having heard about it before then, or you guys mentioned it to me. When I watched it, I'm like, man, there are high but big budget Hollywood movies that aren't as good as this. Oh right? yeah, that oh, yeah. spent yeah. so you know a billion bucks, and I'm like, are you kidding me? The story is great. You know, but I, man, but you know, for me, like all that, all that uh, mythology and, and folklore and all that, man, I eat that stuff up. I, I love that kind of stuff because I, cause I like how it connects. You know, it connects to the culture. You know, and, yeah. and, and and I think that's why in Norway it was so successful, and I think that's why it's successful here because you can see that in the movie, you can see that that it's 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 part of their culture and all this, you know. And I just thought the special effects were out of this world. That, you know, my favorite scene, even though there's, there's plenty of great scenes, that reveal, when you see that first three-headed troll coming through the tree. Oh, oh yeah. Man, the, I'm just the like, man, this oh, is dude. just, yeah, man. When you first hear it, 
you know, you hear the, you hear him roar and stuff, and, and he's coming through the trees, and you hear all the trees cracking, and there, then there's that reveal. I'm like, man, this movie is awesome. Um, I love the the backdrop. Uh, I mentioned it to you off air or off podcast that man, I just love the, the scenery. I just oh, it's beautiful. You know, even oh, if they're driving so in that, they're just driving in that Land Rover, and you're like, man, look at that. Yeah, it's awesome. And uh, so I like that. Uh, like I already mentioned the special effects. Um, I like that they drew. You know, yes, it was folklore that they, but it's funny with with. With that one guy got eaten in the cave, what immediately came to mind was Attack on Titan. Oh, yeah. You know, with the Titans yeah. that eat the, yeah, that, that came to mind for me. And that first reveal when he came through the trees, what immediately came to mind with me was the 1976 King Kong. That's, that was his reveal. Yeah. Same way. Yep. You know, he's coming through the trees, you know, the same way. And I'm like, man, you know, I don't know if they did it intentionally or not. If it was like the, you know, he was trying to just kind of throw in, things here and there that, that you know the filmmaker was influenced by and of course Blair Witch you know because of the woods and everything yeah and the and the cameras and the and the way it was shot you know I you know it's it's like one of the first you know big mockumentaries that came out. I know there was others. Like I guess uh Boggy Creek could be considered a, a mockumentary. Yeah, right? it was. You know, yeah. Type of deal. Yeah that was probably the original that I can think of off the top of my head. And uh, but Blair Witch had a, such an impact that, that I think that was fun, and, and it lends to the suspense. Um, the scariest thing about Blair Witch and this movie is, of course, the trolls that was great, but it's the noises and you hear the roar. And at one point, when they put the I don't know if you guys noticed when they put the camera down and they're talking and they're talking about you know, maybe we should go or whatever, and they're, they're kind of talking about, it. and in the background, the camera's on the floor or on the ground. And you see the flashes. Oh, yeah. Hans, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. That reveal. The, yeah. That's all. You see it flashing. And I'm like, man, there he comes. He's coming. <laughs> you know, and these people are just sitting there, you know, and then he comes running through and saying, get out, run, run, run. And and, and they're just standing there kind of like it's a big joke until that reveal. And then, and then all of a sudden they come popping through. And I thought, man, I said, they just, they utilize that so much. And then when they get chased in the, in the woods and the, second night i guess that would be the second night and they got separated and the trolls kind of sniffing is that the first the first night first night first, first night, night. yeah yep. that was the first night okay i got confused and, second and, night and was the, the ringle finch under the bridge yeah there you go yeah that's right so that first night you know and that troll sniffing around for them yeah because that was after the big reveal that's right and, and he's sniffing around for them and they're hiding behind trees and everything and that suspense of like is he gonna Sniff him out, or he's not going to sniff him. Yeah. I mean, it was just—I yeah. just love the way this director uh, <clears throat> took this film and the way he handled it. It's just—it makes for a perfect horror film, I think. Uh, suspense, even film. Uh, there, there is nothing I didn't like about this film. Uh, I know the actors were all pretty much novices, I would guess, except for Hans, who was yeah. a comedian, so he's used to being in front of people and. And doing whatever, but the rest of them, I, from what I understand, are novices. That's what and, I, yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. So, but that lends to the film's documentary. You know, you don't want excellent actors coming. You know, to me, it's it it makes it more realistic that it's actually a documentary. And uh, and so I thought it was cool. And then that Christian blood thing, I thought, well, that's pretty cool because I know that's from their folklore. I knew that was from their uh, folklore. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so I thought he had, and, and I actually have seen. I don't know if you guys have. I've seen the Autopsy of Jane Doe, and and it's a pretty good movie, uh, and, and it's you know you can tell it's the same, the same bloodline there. Yeah, I know uh, it's him, just set in a morgue. That was the first one he did because he he did this one, he did a movie called Tun the uh, Tunnel, um, did the Autopsy of Jane Doe, and of course you know he's done scary stories telling dark and the mortal. Um, Troll Hunter and Mortal, especially um, those, both of those, these films, especially this one, he he wrote and directed. I know with Jane Doe and Scary oh. Stories Telling Dark, he just directed the films. Like there weren't ones. That he, he just directed, directed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but I guess the techniques he uses, which I like, I saw them in both films. You know, so I, I thought, man, this is this is great. I mean, there, I, I 
I'm like Mark, you know. Um, the only thing that keeps me from giving it a five is is because I have to compare them to other movies that I've given a five to. But that's right up there with them. I mean, oh, I yeah. just yeah. I just love it, you know. <laughs> Very good. I mean, I, I mean, I just love it. Yeah. So how about you? What do you got? Man, for me, I'm with you guys. I mean, I have absolute high praises for this film. When I first saw the movie, and Mark's right, I mean, when when, uh, Sean told us about it, we saw the cover of the film, and we're just like, dude, we got to see this movie. This looks absolutely amazing. Uh, I mean, I fell in love with it. I mean, especially, I I have a very love-hate relationship with found footage films. I'm not a Blair Witch fan, or Blair Witch Project fan. I'm, I'm not. I definitely give it credit, and I've always given it credit where it's due because it did. I mean, yeah, there are, there are movies like Bloggy Creek, which would be considered a mockumentary, right? But they did not staple and really create the genre. Blair Witch did that, and uh, yeah, <clears throat> and I know it did phenomenal, and it and it created it created and kicked down the kicked open the doors for an entire new genre, especially for horror films that's just never really been done or utilized. And unfortunately, the sad part of that is, is not only do you get some good ones, you get a lot of really, really really crappy ones you got to sift through. Um, And there are a few, I mean, a very small handful of found footage films that I think are just absolutely stellar, absolutely through the roof phenomenal. I mean, there's a lot of duds and crappy ones, uh, but Troll Hunter is one of them. You know, I mean, Troll Hunter, I put right up there with the best of the best. I mean, if I if I had to pick what I think would be the three greatest found footage films and i know most people are like oh blair witch i mean one of them is not blair witch but is what is by the same yeah. guy exists the bigfoot film yes is i think in uh-huh. my opinion the best found footage film there is i don't think anything comes ha- close have to that. you seen that ruben no i haven't that's another <laughs> one. Oh, that is an on the list sir. Yeah, that is an absolute must see i thought he the way he reacted to that i thought maybe oh, he hadn't dude. seen that yet like I, I we've been pushing you to watch mortal by andre Watch exists first. Trust me. Like that movie to me, that's the greatest found footage film ever. And I'm not a big fan of this of the genre. Then Cloverfield, I absolutely love Cloverfield. Actually, Cloverfield would come below uh, this. It would be exist Troll Hunter and then Cloverfield. Because yeah. who? I mean, I love giant monster movies, and to see a giant monster film from the person's perspective was absolutely amazing. But this movie was just. I mean, it was. It was absolutely top notch. The storyline was great. I mean, I loved it. Yeah, I mean, loved what the you know the trolls themselves. I mean, I love troll characters anyway, especially from, you know, like you know, I was watching when you were talking about the reveal or not the reveal, but when that one dude, uh, kale gets eaten by the cave mm-hmm. trolls. All I could think about yeah. was the, the scene in the Hobbit, the animated or live oh, action. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, this is how that should have went down. You know what I mean? Like somebody should have been eaten at this yes. point. Um, you know, so I, I love the, the characters of trolls. I mean, I love the, the mythology. I love that type of stuff. I mean, in, in anything. I mean, my favorite Ernest movie is Ernest Scared Stupid because of the trolls. You know, I'm a huge fan of the 80s movie Troll. Like, yeah. I absolutely love that movie. I love uh, my favorite part of Cat's Eye is the troll, you know, story. Like, I, I just love the characters or the creatures and the mythology behind it. So that already had it going for it. But the way that they broke it down scientifically really just blew my mind like andre did such a phenomenal job to make sure and explain everything if these things were really real life creatures he covered every base to make you understand how they could be a real life creature how they eat rocks how he explains it and what happens when they eat rocks you know i mean Uh, all of this stuff that makes you go well how can a troll exist if it does this he answers it in the film in such a great yeah. way because the you know these college in a, kids in a logical just, way yeah, yeah in a logical way yeah. and it all comes from hans and his experience you know i mean he's a former like special forces or army guy over there in Nor- norway and he he gets out and this is what he just starts doing you know and um they explain it in such a great way and he's been doing it for so long he's learned so much that he is the source of information for these college students as they're following him around and he's, right. you know, I got these notebooks and he starts pulling these notebooks out and they're looking at it and every little bit, you know what I mean? That he just really breaks it down in a phenomenal way. I mean, even when he kills one, he, then he has forms he has to fill out, you know, like yeah. almost like yeah. a pest exterminator or something. I mean, they did a phenomenal job. And to me, when it culminated there at the end with the Jotnar was just, I mean, that whole sequence just when he first roars, 
man, I, mean, I put that up there with Godzilla's roar in 2019. Like, when I, especially on it my sound good. system, I'm it like, oh my gosh, it sends chills down my spine. But that whole scene, I mean, this the, just the the white cap mountains. I mean, the the practical almost snowstorm that kind of scene, man. I mean, it's just all white, but the way that they put the Jotnar in there in that scene is just, it's unreal. I mean, every bit of this movie is yeah. just phenomenal. Yes. And every character was great. I mean, you get to see, mainly with Hans, because, I mean, you Hans at first is like, leave me alone. But all of a sudden he's like, okay, yeah. you can join. Well, why? Because I'm tired of doing this. The public needs to know. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? And he does agree, even when he's with the vet, and the vet's like, we're not supposed to be talking to these people. And he's like, don't worry, I take full responsibility to tell him everything, you know? Yeah. And then when he does, yeah. when he goes and he, and he tells you why in the movie, because he had to massacre an entire family of trolls, and it got to him in a bad way, because he killed babies, too. Right. That he's just tired of doing this. And when he finally beats the Jotnar, because he tells him, the, you know, the Jotnar is a known species but not really known because only one person has ever living person has ever seen the job yeah. and it's hans and so for it all to come around and the last big thing he has to do is kill and stop this Jotnar to stop the spread of this disease that's causing these trolls to go rampant he's done like i loved that i loved hans's character and story in the movie so it's just absolutely phenomenal and the special effects yeah i mean there's a couple times where i'm like you can tell computer graphics but for ninety eight percent of it, it's un it's phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Like Excellent three and a half job. million you know, dollar budget. Yeah. Why are sci fi yeah. channel pictures have such sucky CGI? You know, yeah. I mean, they get like two to four yeah. million dollars a film, yeah. and their CGI is horrible compared to this. And this is a three and a half million dollar movie. Yeah. Come on, you know what I mean? Like, what what are we doing wrong over here? <laughs> yeah. um, because it yeah. is the CGI is, is super impressive, especially with the with the the Ringle Finch. Um, the one that's underneath the bridge. Yeah. I yeah. love that scene. Oh yeah. That, you know, it's probably the most bloodiest scene in the movie, but um, I mean, I, I just, everything about it, this movie was just top notch. I, I mean, I have no real complaints for the film. Um, I, I think if I had to have a complaint, it may have been like the, the only, my only complaint I can think of, if I really try to break it down is the reveal. The first reveal, when you see the tussle lad, uh, the three headed one at the beginning. And when he, uh, flashes him with, a, and he turns to stone for a brief moment in the light. You can tell it's CG. You know what I mean? Like almost like they didn't render the stone skin quite enough. Just a little bit more would have been better. You know, a um, little more just tiny shadows. You know, to to just show the edges and the curves. That would be the only complaint I have with this film. Other than that, I mean, I thought it was absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely yes. phenomenal. Yes. So. That I think that's why yeah. I mean again, and I have to go with Ruben too. The only reason why this one didn't get a five for me is because even though it's as phenomenal as it is, it's not something like Kong or Godzilla or Jaws. Yeah, you know that this movie didn't isn't groundbreaking like King Kong was. It wasn't world shattering or world changing like Godzilla was because of the nuclear message. You know, I mean, it wasn't. Yeah terrifying and 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 broke every you know boundary there was like jaws did i mean jaws well, just, yeah. and i think that like jaws, yeah. as a uh, as a movie the pr that went with it uh if they were down on anything would be the pr because the message you know you know they didn't put the movie out there uh right no yeah. not at all. you know the, the way that they could have you know, they could have pushed a whole lot harder to try to push a king, like a, to be a King Kong or a Godzilla, but they didn't do that. Yeah. I mean, I keep yeah. my, my ears pretty close to the ground yeah. when it comes to horror films. Um, I, I mean, yeah. there's, there's, it's very rare that a horror film comes out yeah. without my knowing, especially if it's a monster movie. Yeah. I, I very much, especially if yeah. it's a monster movie. This was the last movie I could think of in quite a long time, probably since I was a kid where it came out and I had no idea. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, when Sean yeah. told us like, what, what troll hunter yeah. movie, you yeah. know, you know, I was like, I didn't never heard about yeah. this. So for it to get past me says a lot to the PR. Right. And I think you're right. If they'd have done a better PR job on this, yeah. then it would have definitely been much bigger, much bigger right. than exactly. I, you know, I would have definitely gone to an actual movie theater to see this. Oh, movie. without a doubt. Without a doubt. Even oh if, yeah. You know, not post seeing it, but if, just seeing the trailer, you know, oh, yes. I would have been like, I'm there. Yeah. sold yeah. you know fantastic you see and that's where you, you mentioned Blair Witch earlier in the house not just Blair, but Blair the Blair Witch people did an 
awesome job with their PR. Oh, um, yes, if, yeah, if, they did. if you remember. Yes, did. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my God. They had you so anxious to see that movie, you know, and uh, that's one thing that, that, and I think if I read correctly, they did some of that in Norway. They did like little teasers and stuff like that. But uh, that was one of the main things that, that Blair Witch did right and kind of started that too. That was groundbreaking. It was uh, the PR of it. I mean, they had people questioning whether it was real or not. It was, it was. Oh yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Oh, I remember you that. Know? I remember, yeah, when that was coming. I mean, it was '98, '99, whenever that that uh, yeah had come out. It was. And, uh, yeah, I, re- I think '98, '99. Yeah, I remember. Um, the yeah, I remember the PR, the commercials, and uh, I mean, and I still don't understand. I mean, I thought it was phenomenal. The PR, like, I remember seeing it going, "Oh man, like this looks like it's straight from Discovery Channel," you know. And uh, yeah, so yeah, they did a phenomenal job with PR for that movie, and, and I mean, it, I know that's a huge film that people love when it comes out of footage, and and if you go back and you watch, um, watch exists, dude. I mean, you need to see that because exists okay. yeah. is is done by Eduardo Sanchez, who did Blair Witch. He's the same guy. Yeah. And what I loved about exists though is and I don't know if he did this for a reason. But, you know, Eduardo did Blair Witch Project, and then he did, you know, he did a couple other movies. He did Altered, he did Seventh Moon, uh, but he's not done a whole lot movie-wise. Uh, he did a segment in one of the VHS films uh, that came out from Bloody Disgusting. But uh, okay, um, but he really hasn't done a whole lot of movies. Um, but he came back and did exist in, like, 2014, and it's almost like, because there's such an onslaught of these found footage films, I don't know if he did this for on purpose or for this reason, but I feel like he did, Um because I've watched a ton of, of these movies, I felt like he came back with Exist to kind of just remind people, hey, I've started this genre, and I'm still the best there is yeah. at this genre. Because oh, okay, that, yeah. that's what he definitely did with Exist. Because when Exist, when you watch it, man, Exist is just... I, I, I watch Exist, and I literally go, how did I not like Blair Witch? Because this is phenomenal. You know what I mean? What what was the difference? You know what I mean? Um, but Troll Hunter, oh, the way they wait, handled uh, I know, I know what it is. You never got the money shot there, which. Well, no, I mean, you I, call. Yeah. Uh, well, no, the oh, money I, shot's no, the I, yeah, shot. I tend to agree with that too, because one of the things that I didn't like about Blair Witch is 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 the movement of the camera, um, and that that money shot, um, where yeah. if you take. We well, take Troll Hunter. You've got plenty yeah, of money shots. Yeah, and you, you know, money they, shots. Yeah, they give you, they give you that time for you to to see what you're seeing and be able to your brain to process it. Right. And still, it's here yeah. for a second and gone. You know, and then and then you're sitting here trying to process what you just saw, but they're already something else. And yeah. Now you're trying to process yeah. that, and and I think with with Troll Hunter that it's done right. Exists. Yeah. It's done yeah. right. It's that that, it's a deal. fine line because yeah. there are several like you know I mean that's where you know Cloverfield as another example yeah. throughout most of the yeah. film you've got that it's happening so fast and on camera for a split second off camera for six seconds you know how does it handle yeah. it but yeah. where Cloverfield nailed it at the end you know what I mean when mm-hmm. they finally they you know they get they kind of escape and and all this stuff and um. Then uh, what's his name? I can't remember the, the character's name. He does all the video recording. The funny guy. Mm-hmm. He rolls over and looks up, and there's Clover. And it holds for 10 seconds of it looking yeah. right at him, and then yeah. it devours him. Right. Like, that was the money shot. That was perfect. And you do. Troll Hunter nails that perfect amount of – because, I mean, I think especially with the budget in this, if you kept too much time on the trolls – then it would have looked more fake, you right. know what I mean, with the CGI. Right. Yeah. So they nailed the right amount of timing, you yeah. know. And but then they made sure when you got the money, when you got the money shot of the Jotnar or the Tussle lad coming yeah, out of the right. trees, it was there yes. and the timing was perfect. Yes. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's when they did extremely well because too many times. I mean, there's a an Australian found footage horror film called The Tunnel um, that was great. Really kind of throws me back to uh, uh, Chud. You know, I mean, I really liked it. But the problem I had with it, because now it's shot way more like a news, almost like a episode of 60 Minutes, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but there's scenes in the tunnel that it takes place in underneath, you know, or that, that, that takes place in that are like that. There's You don't really get a money shot. 
and it's handled, you know, split seconds, and it kind of gets aggravating at times. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that, that's a problem. But if you go watch The Bay, The Bay is one that kind of gets more like Troll Hunter, where it's a little bit better on holding that shot yeah. to give you the money shot. Where in The Blair Witch, I think that was the problem, and that's probably what it is. Is this the first real major one, and Eduardo didn't really have the experience? You don't get that money shot until that last shot in the you know in the basement, in the yeah. corner. Yeah, you know what I mean, right. and that's it. You know, I mean, that's the only one you get. Where if you go to Troll Hunter, it's got the perfect amount. You know, if you right. go to Exist yeah. by Eduardo, it is just perfect. Period. Like it is flawless from the word go to the end. You know, yeah. um, so. Yeah. Uh, they're, yeah, they're hit or miss. Troll Hunter, major hit. Major yes. hit. Yes, agreed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, I and I, that, it just blew me away that I never heard of that one. You know, and, uh, but, but speaking of mockumentaries, you know, we can't talk about mockumentaries without mentioning this is Final Tap. Even though it's not a horror movie. <laughs> That's true. We have to talk about it, all right? All right, That's we cannot. Good. We cannot talk about it. <laughs> that is the greatest mockumentary Although... on earth. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I, you, which cannot, I finally, you cannot talk about it. Finally introduced my wife to that last year, I think, or the year before last. She and what did she it. think? She loves it. That's she it. thought That's it was awesome. great. Oh, That's man. awesome. When the wind drummer blows up and he's got all the green smoke, it's just like, and she's like, that really happened. I thought they were just talking about it happening in the movie. I'm like, no, all their drummers, they explode. Um, and then now, now she gets yeah. the, you know, it goes to 11, you know, yeah. joke finally. Yeah, it goes to 11. Uh, it's such yeah. a good movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it, it, that's another movie that I was watching. And, you know, RJ, RJ, I don't know if you guys know, but RJ was here, was stuck here. In our house for what uh in the march up until last week uh right. and so you know he you know he was just in the, and he came out one day and they were again it, it it came on you know one of the movie channels and he said what is this because it was you know something dumb was going on <laughs> i can't even remember what it was you know that whole movie is like you know one mishap after another and i said this is this is final tap and he goes oh i've heard about this one and he, and he kind of sat there and watched half of it with me, and uh, I DVR'd it. I'm like, ah, oh, it's on a DVR. You can watch it whenever, you know. And oh, uh, so goes, oh, I want to see the whole thing, you know. And it's just, yeah. So I just figured, you know, we're gonna talk about adventures. We can't can't let that go. We have can't to not mention the best, the best. That's for that's sure. right. That's right. <laughs> All right on. So, well, you guys got anything else for Troll Hunter? No, we are. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Excellent movie. Excellent oh, movie. Top notch. Ruben? Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, man. This I one? highly recommend this movie. It's just oh, so, it's good. so good. So you will good. not be disappointed. Not I, I, at if all. If you like horror movies, you will not. I can't think of a way anybody can come to me and say, I didn't really care for that. I just can't. I can't see that. It's got something for everybody. Yeah, somebody comes to me and says, "I didn't like Troll Hunter." I'm calling you a liar, sir. That's <laughs> you don't do. You don't like movies. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's why we you gave know. this one. I mean, this one got a solid four from all of us. And I mean, again, the only reason why we didn't give this one a five um, is because you, you know, going up against movies like King Kong or yeah. Godzilla. I mean, the only thing exactly the, the only thing this one was missing to to top that and be a five is either a the emotional impact of the story. Um, which you don't always right. have, to have to have a good movie, but emotional impacts of like Godzilla did or something groundbreaking like Kong or Jaws right. did. You know what I mean? So right. uh, missing yeah. that factor is what kept it being a five in my book. I, I, which I think, is, uh, I mean, I can only speak for myself, but th those fives are reserved for, for the best of the best. Yes. You know, yes. For, for, for me to give that fifth stop, man, it's got to be groundbreaking in some way or just, you know, uh, you know, or some kind of a emotion, emotional attachment, or you know, something like that. Yeah, uh, it's it, hard for me to give a five. I, I think it needs to be um, they, uh, you know, outstanding from all parts, from from production, to, you know, the filming, the editing, yeah, yeah. everything on screen uh, and behind on, the yes, scenes, exactly. Just, and because I, I, I can't remember, but I think we gave Alien a five too. Is that correct? Actually, I think we, we did. Yeah, if I'm mistaken, we gave yeah, Alien a five. You know, if we didn't, I'm yeah, going. I'm doing it now. So. Yeah, like because that is yes, a five. Yeah. Yes, that was another Absolutely. one. Also, also. Yeah. So, so I think 
the movies you mentioned plus Alien, I think it's the only time we've given that movies any fives. So. Yep. And it's and, getting to be a lot of episodes now, but I think so. Yeah, and uh, th- it is. It, that's correct. Yeah, that is correct. Because yeah, I mean, even you know, favorites like mine, like Relic. Like I didn't even give Relic five because yep. I knew of the flaws, and you know, what I mean, there's yep. it just didn't touch those type of films. Um, even though I'm such yeah. a fan- fanatic of the movie, you know? and I'm really sorry, Pete, uh, your movie didn't get a five. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, but oh, didn't I quite. Think, uh, wait, it. did I give out a two point five? <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> just, just so you know, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else knows what I'm talking about here, but us. But you know <laughs> what I mean. Yeah. All right, Pete. I, Pete, I, I liked it. Pete, I liked it. All right. Just I, I had, know, Pete. I that was a good. <laughs> yeah. Well, right on. Well, yes, yeah, so this one gets a big solid four. If you've not seen Troll Hunter, do yourself a favor, hunt it down, watch it. You will be extremely entertained for what an hour and forty-seven minute running uh, time, roughly, like yeah, something like um, that. Yep. Just an absolutely phenomenal movie, top notch. It'll make you believe trolls are real. Just so so good. Great so, movie. Great. Super movie. good. All right, so and that's it for this episode. Now we're coming back again next month where our next Godzilla film is, man, probably oh, yeah. the titular you know one of the heisei i mean we got 93 godzilla yeah. versus mega godzilla 2 yes. Yes. and when it comes to the yeah. monster fights this this one takes the cake for the entire heisei's yeah. in my opinion so um still i one. agree with you i know we're trying to work on getting ruben or rj on that one which we've got to we'll need to get that worked out because he's working now right right oh yes he yeah, is, he he is. is. how's that going yes going good. he no. is he's finally it's got his big going boy good pants on. man it was a yeah, yeah he he, uh, you know, it was kind of a sudden thing. Um, he was in, I, I'll make it quick. He was interning at a, at a, at a school and they pretty much told him he got the job, you know, then COVID hit and everything fell apart and they said, well, we're not hiring. So, you know, he went around looking for jobs and, you know, we told him, Hey, don't worry about it. You know, you can stay as long as you want. Then. There was a local job opened up and he was going to take it. He was going to call up and say, you know what? I'm going to just take this one. It was teaching history, but he goes, but it, it's better than, you know, it's not what I want. But, you know, I said, you know, you know, that's where the dad say, hey, wait a minute. Man. You know, you do what you need to do. Yeah. Right. And it's funny. He was going to make that call that same day. He gets a call from that school, St. Anthony, Antonio, and gets offered that theology the theology teacher job that's awesome at the, awesome. At the school yeah so yeah. The, the thing is it was whirlwind it was like they called them thursday and they said we need you here on monday morning so <laughs> he had to scramble to find, yeah so he had to scramble to find a place to stay you know he had to scramble to get all his paperwork done you know they were asking for all kinds of stuff but uh man he's uh he's getting into it man it was uh you know uh i uh I made him a promise when he was uh, making fun of me because I know I didn't tell our audience this. When he was little, he said, school is hard, dad. Working is easy. And I'm like, all right, boy, you're going to see. All right, boy. I said, you don't know, but you're going to see. Because, oh, dad, it's easy. You know, I'm like, all right, all right, big, big father. So that first day, my wife texts me and says, he says he's really, really tired. And I just couldn't help. But just laugh out loud. So I, I send her a gif of uh, I don't know if anybody watches Seinfeld, but it was a the new Newman laughing, you know, in his chair. I mean, I just burst out. So that evening he called. Yeah, that evening he calls us. I like, what do you think, boy? What's harder, school or work? Work is bad. Work is like, that's right. Welcome to I said, it. And you got yeah, yeah, you got another. He's only 22. I said, boy, you got another 40 years in front of you. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. so, you know, so, you know, so I thought that was funny. But now nah, he's, he's right in, into it, uh, you know, and uh, he's got a, 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 a freshman class and a junior class. That's and uh, awesome. one of them, uh, yeah, so he says he's adjusting and he's, uh, and he's, you know, doing good. So, uh, man. Excited you and know? proud of him. Congrats. Congrats. Yeah, awesome. Congrats, yeah I am too. Yeah. So yeah. That's super, super cool. Well, so we are going to try and make sure if we can, we're going to get him here uh, next month for Godzilla versus Megazilla 2 because he's he started with Terror, but he's been riding um, Terror Megazilla. Yeah. He's been riding the Heisei yeah. with us, and we'd love, we'd love to keep him yeah. at least for the next three films. 
uh, to finish it out. So, and then of course we briefly talked about it the last episode, but we've got a special uh, yes. episode next month as well. Yes. And uh, Ruben kind of kicked this one off. We're going to have another special event uh, where we're doing a double feature next month. We will have a fifties monster drive-in uh, and uh, doing one of Ruben's favorite tarantula. And then one of my oh, favorites, yeah. them. Yes. So we're going to take yes. it back to the 50s when the atomic age was blowing up every small bug you could think of and making it the size of Godzilla. Yeah. So. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Can't wait. Oh, yeah. That one's going to be super, super fun. So stay, you know, definitely check out the Godzilla from Godzilla because this is the this is the, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger film of the Godzilla films because it yes. is action packed. Um, super good. Introduces a great character. Um, then, then, of course, the 50s. Giant monster drive-in, the 50s monster drive-in is what we'll call it. It's going to be super, super fun with Tarantula and them back-to-back. Cannot wait for that one. Going to do something. I'm going to try and promote it a little special, do something really cool for that one, too. Uh, but that'll be that'll be a big blast. So, so going to be yeah, good. I can't wait. can't wait for both of them. Man, yeah. Godzilla. that's my favorite film of, the, of, of, of that series. Is oh, that man. One. I mean... Yeah, it's I can a big argue go-to. that Destroya, that Destroya is, it could be there, but, you know, that's a go-to for me. So I'm, I'm pretty excited for that and for our driving, our 50 driving. Oh, yeah. And I love those films. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, all three all films, films next month are super top notch. to be good. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. So. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, again, thank you all so much for listening. If you guys got do get a chance, go back and check out some of the stuff from the DC Fandom event this past weekend. Um, it's going to be awesome to see what they're uh, they've got a lot in store for the fans. Um, hopefully, you guys enjoyed the episode. Make sure and find you a copy of Troll Hunter. Check this movie out. You will be you'll be you'll be mad at yourself if you missed it. I'll tell you that much because it's yeah. that good. So, all right, this is Sludge and Mark and Ruben. Y'all have a good night. Good night. We have a call. Let's move.